Hello again, everybody. It's Candace Eisner back with you this week. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the idea of risk and business. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everybody, happy Monday. I hope you're all doing well. Here as I record this, it is a somewhat dreary Monday morning in uh, mid-November. So it goes, it's fall, it's just to be expected to be this way, I suppose, here in Toronto. So yeah, this week's topic, let's just dive right in. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is it's something I see crop up fairly frequently in sort of online forums, Facebook, anywhere that you see um, massage therapists, other health and wellness entrepreneurs. It's not just massage therapists. Nothing I talk about on this podcast pretty much is only massage therapists. I mean, yes, if I'm talking about a massage technique, that would be mostly massage therapists, but any of the business stuff honestly, it applies to a lot of different businesses. So anyway, this is something I see cropping up. And I see people asking, um, what is a fair percent split? Or how much money should I be making? I feel like the clinic I'm at is gouging me. Or that kind of vibe. So in essence, what I'm seeing is not that people are asking, well, no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it that way. The vibe I'm getting from what I'm reading is that people feel like the clinics they're working for are just trying to take money from them and it isn't a reasonable exchange for their talents and their, you know, and their, their work. And so they feel like they need to ask the community, well, what should I be asking for? This isn't really fair. I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. That's the vibe I'm getting. Some people are asking genuinely because they don't know, especially the new grads. And I'll, and I'll get to the new grad thing in a minute. Um, but for those of you who've been at it for a while, you sometimes you start to now not everybody does this but sometimes you start to feel a little bit like it's not fair or like you shouldn't be paying as much you know or if you went out on your own you would make more money I know that's a really common thing I hear now here's the thing if you are not the one taking the risk by opening the clinic and owning the business that is a huge consideration when it comes to compensation, okay? So what do I mean by risk? Well, okay, you might say to yourself, well, but I am I am a business. Like, Candice, you're always telling us, you know, you need to think of these things as business negotiations. You are a business person, even if you don't really think of yourself as one, if you're self-employed, da, da, da. That's true, and I'm not throwing that out. That is absolutely true. But the thing is, if you are subcontracting your services, your abilities, your talents to an existing clinic, that clinic is assuming most of the risk in your relationship. So in other words, let let me put it another way. If you work there for a little while and you build up a client base and people get to know you and they're coming into the business, And, um, you know, that business is also putting in uh, effort into marketing you and, you know, giving you supplies and all those things you need in order to do your job. 
And then you give your two weeks or month or two months or whatever it is in your contract notice and you leave. What happens? Well, to you, you've probably thought it out. Like you, you found a new uh, clinic to work at. You're fine. You know, you've already, you know, a lot of your clients are moving with you probably. Everything's hunky-dory for you. But what happens to the business that's put this time and effort and energy into helping you build your practice? Well, guess what? They are now down one therapist, one talented therapist that they have put the effort into helping. They uh, are down some clientele that came into the clinic and, you know, helped them pay the bills. Because ultimately, I'm sorry, no matter how much we want to say, you know, well, I did the work and those clients are mine. Well, no, actually, like... You have to really think about it in a broader perspective. There is a money factor. So that business you just left, as much as they might want to say, you know, they might want to be cool about it and say, I get it. You know, you did the work. These are your clients. That's no problem. They now have to look at their bottom line and they're going like, oh, my God, like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford to pay myself this month. I guess I don't get a salary this month. I guess I have to pay out all the bills and I don't know how I'm going to make it work. Maybe like hopefully my my partner brings in some good income this month, you know, and that stuff happens to clinic owners. And that's the thing that a lot of you who are not clinic owners, you, you contract your services out to other clinics, don't see. You don't see all the bills that they have to pay. You don't see the fact that they have to argue with vendors just to not like have to pay some stupid fee. Like the amount of fees I had to pay for my point of sale thing alone would make you like your your eyes light up. You'd be like, what? Really? Yeah. Like owning a clinic is a huge responsibility and a huge amount of risk. And all it takes is like, or I shouldn't say all it takes, but like it can take just one thing going wrong for everything to start to slide downhill. And suddenly you're either living on credit or you're desperate to get more clients in because even though things were going really well, suddenly, you know, the poop has hit the fan. Like maybe your rent doubled overnight. That can happen in business because you're not under the rent protection that um, residential rent is under. That can happen. So, or you have to suddenly find a new location because you you can't afford the rent increase. So, why am I talking about all of this? Well, basically, I wanted to hopefully open the eyes of some of you who weren't aware, weren't really thinking about that end of it. You're just thinking about, you know, well, I'm building my career and it's my right and, you know, I'm... You know, I am bringing in this talent into the clinic and they want me to pay them so much and I don't think it's fair. Well, sometimes it's not. I'm not saying it's it's always fair. It's because it's not sometimes. I've seen situations where therapists are getting paid very little for the hard work they do. That's not fair either. But what I'm saying is that if you are a therapist, think about all of the risk and all of the work that the clinic has to put in in order to run its business before you say that the percent split you've been uh, given isn't fair or that you should be able to have like a maximum rent or any of those kind of factors. Sit down with them and have like a serious conversation about it. Don't just assume there may be all kinds of factors you didn't know about, you know, and I think It's that open dialogue that will really help both you and the clinic owner out a heck of a lot, you know. You may end up walking out of the uh, meeting going, 
no, I still feel like I'm being gouged. In, in which case, then that's fine. Then then you have a decision to make. You know, do you do you continue to work there? Do you move on? Like, what do you do? But you may leave the meeting going, oh, I had no idea it was costing so much for her to run the clinic. Holy cow. I totally get why she's charging me what she's charging me. I'm okay with it now, you know? And I don't want to assume that risk myself. Oh my God. So that's really what I'm talking about this week is I just wanted you guys to kind of take a step back and look at that because I've seen both sides of the equation. I've been on both sides of the equation, but a lot of people haven't. And the second part of what I wanted to talk about is when you are in these negotiations, whether it's talking about a percent split um, situation, you know, like, are they offering you 60-40? By the way, I see a lot of people saying out there, I would never take 60-40. They are gouging you. Um, Actually, when you are presented with something like that, you have to look at all sides of it, not just what the clinic's paying for their bills. I mean, that's important. Come to an understanding about that. But also, like, if you're getting 60% of every treatment, but the treatment cost is, like, quite a bit higher than the average, um, or you are pretty much guaranteed a full book all the time because this clinic is so well-known, that is a factor to consider. That is a huge factor. A lot of people do not have that kind of boon. So maybe that 60% is making you way more money than the person who's getting, say, uh, 70-30, right? Who's getting 70% or even 75 or even 80 I've seen out there. You know, don't assess it based on just the simple number, the simple percentages. You have to look at the big picture when you're presented with these things. So all that aside, the other thing that I want you guys to think about when you're in these negotiations is what are you bringing to the table? Because I'm just, I'm going to say this and some of you might get your back up a little bit, but um, massage therapists, especially in Ontario, are kind of a dime a dozen. There are a lot of them out there. There are a lot of schools. There are a lot of grads. Now, before you do get your back up too much, I am not saying that each of you is equal. Like you are not cookie cutters of each other. I've also said that a million times in all of the things I do, the the articles I write, the podcast episodes, my coaching practice, all of that stuff. You guys are not cookie cutters of each other. All of you have your own individual talents and abilities and extra courses you've taken and uh, connections you have with your clients. Maybe you already have a great client base that you'd be bringing in with you. And that's certainly something to consider in your negotiations with a new clinic space. And just all of that stuff. You are not cookie cutters of each other. Of course you're not. But the thing is, you have to show that. You can't just walk into the negotiation and go like, well, I'm a massage therapist and I want 80-20 and that's it. Like, no, you have to actually demonstrate why you're an awesome candidate and why they should want you to work at their clinic, what you're bringing into the clinic and uh, why they should like invest in you, why they should take the risk on you. This is the thing too, is that like if you worked there for six months and then walked, that would be a huge risk for the clinic. Again, we're going back to that risk factor, right? If you're not the one assuming the risk, you have to take a step back and think about that. So think about in all your negotiations, what are you bringing to the table? What are your talents and abilities? And if you're a new grad, take a deep breath Remember, you are a new grad, okay? Even if you do have some clients that you're already bringing with you, like maybe you've got 
uh, family and friends and, and uh, well, hopefully not like against any kind of laws or regulations in terms of family. You guys know what I mean. Um, but maybe you've got some people who are really, really want to see you, you know, or people you saw in student clinic who are, have said like outright, no, tell me where you are working when you graduate. I want to come see you because that does happen. Um, so think about what you're bringing to the table. But as a new grad, you're not going to have the same kind of pull as somebody who's been out there for 5, 10, 15 years, okay? So if you're offered a lower percent split so the clinic can see how it goes, see if people, you know, connect with you, you're a new grad, maybe that's okay. I mean, in the rest of the world, you don't expect to apply for a junior position and be given the salary of somebody in a senior position like that. The world just doesn't work that way. If you don't believe me, go look at like um, any of the job search sites, LinkedIn or Indeed or like Good Work or any of them. Go look. The junior positions are paid significantly less than the senior positions or the intermediate positions. It's just the way it works. Nobody wants to pay you a full salary when you're junior and you're going to have a lot of learning to do. So if you're a new grad, I love you. I hope you have an amazing career. But remember that you are a new grad. And even if you went to the top school in Canada or the top school in the world or whatever, and you graduated valedictorian and you're amazing and your clients love you, you're still a new grad. You still have a lot of learning to do. You still have, you know, we all have learning to do. So I hope you have a great career, but do remember that when you're in those negotiations, if you're given a lower percent split because you're a new grad, that might be okay. Again, do the calculations. See if it's, you know, if it's livable. If they're offering you like, you don't know, 15 bucks per treatment, probably unless you're somewhere in the world that that is a good salary, you should maybe walk, especially if you have to take taxes and everything off of that. But, you know, um, sometimes those lower percent splits are a perfectly good, uh, perfectly good arrangement, perfectly reasonable. So especially, again, if you're a new grad. So... That's my topic for this week. A little bit rambly, but, you know, I'm seeing this a lot these days and people seem to get kind of stuck on, you know, the clinic is gouging me. Like I said at the beginning, the clinic is not being fair to me. Da, 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 da. And I just want all of you, when you're having those thoughts, just flip it, flip it. Think about it from the clinic owner side of it. Think about the risk that they're taking. Think about why they're offering you what they're offering you. And if you don't understand, sit down and have a civil conversation with them. Just say like, hey, you know, I'm feeling like this percent split isn't really fair. Can we talk about this? And most clinic owners would be happy to at least, they may not like say, hey, here's all my bills. Like take a look at all my financials. Probably they won't do that. Some people will, but probably they won't. But they'll at least give you some, you know, if you have a good relationship with this person or if you want to build a good relationship with this person, if it's someone you've, you know, only recently met, you should be able to sit down and have a civil conversation with them about it. Maybe they'll offer you a little bit more. Maybe they'll say, well, tell you what, I'm willing to work with you because I like you. Let's uh, say six months from now, I will raise your percent split by 5% if things are working well and you've built up to the certain level or whatever. And that would be really great, right? So think of them as business negotiations. Don't think of them as battles. Don't think of them as like the, the clinic owners are out to gouge you. You know, just 
be reasonable about it from both sides. And I think that'll just help everybody out and make your work life a heck of a lot better and make your clients' lives a lot better because if you're more positive about work, they're going to love to come see you that much more. And yeah, that's just how it goes. So that's all for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this topic. I hope it was helpful to some of you, maybe especially to the new grads who are sort of struggling with these things, like how much should I be compensated? Um, if you have any questions about that, please do shoot me an email. You know, like I said, I have been on both sides of the equation, so I know what it's like. Um, and I'm kind of on both sides of the equation these days sometimes as well. So you can reach me at Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, at Nixie, N-Y-X-I-E dot C-A. Or you can find me on social media. I am Happy Little Biz on Instagram. Feel free to DM me. Or I am Nixie on Twitter. I couldn't get Nixie on Instagram. That's why it's my business name instead of my nickname. All right, take care. I'll be back at you guys next week. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening into this week's podcast episode. I really do appreciate your time. If you're new to the podcast, hey, let me introduce myself. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former registered massage therapist in the province of Ontario. I like to say retired registered massage therapist, actually, because it sounds a little bit more fun. Hey, Freedom 35, but let's be real here for a second. I'm not actually retired. I am retired from the profession of massage therapy, but what I'm doing these days is I am helping those who work in healthcare or fitness or wellness build practices and businesses that really align with who they are and what they want out of life. That is really my big mission. That is important to me. So if you head on over to happylittlebiz.com, you can read a little bit more about who I am and what I'm about and read some of my free articles that I have available. You can also keep listening to this weekly podcast. I'd love it if you did that. And actually speaking about that, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you find it helpful, I would be so appreciative if you would share this episode or share another episode with friends or relatives or other people you know who work in health and wellness and fitness so that we can have more people listening to the podcast. And the more people that listen, the more topic ideas or requests I get, the better the podcast is. It works out well for all of us. So you can just share this on social media. You can share it by email, wherever you like you want to go. Um, if you need a link, head on over to happylittlebiz.com. You can get a link to my podcast episodes there, or you can just link people to Happy Little Biz. That would be great too. So thanks again. I really do appreciate it. This is it for this week's podcast, and I will see you back here next week.